All right, what up? Welcome to episode 33 of the Super Fan Spring Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Uh, gents, how's it going, dog? Good. Been grinding. So much work lately. Yeah. Fucking, I had to do clinics yesterday, teaching people how to chip. First time talking. How do you teach of... people how to chip if you don't know how to chip yourself? Yeah, I just, yeah, I hit them with us. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I could just see Jens being there being like, all right, guys, so like what you want to do and explains everything. And then he goes to like actually do an example and just blades it all the way across the <laughs> Dude, I, I went to do a surf lesson a few years ago and uh we're walking on the beach and we we like looking for our teacher and he's like out there just like surfing or whatever and we're like is that our teacher biggest wipeout i've ever seen on a surfboard (laughs) (laughs) not true boys what a canadian open what an open yeah that was so sick man like that was got to be the best final round we've had all season yeah four playoff holes like not only was there four playoff holes but there was like a lot of different guys in the mix like like Terrell Hatton posted a good round early and it kind of looked like it was going to hold up. And then, yeah. Um, and then the uh, Tommy and Nick Taylor just kind of birdie the last few holes. Dual. A couple of the yeah. last few Con- holes. Connors, well, was, Connors was good for the start too. Um, Taylor like made a lengthy par putt on 18. On 18. Yeah. 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 To send it was like it to a 10 footer. There's like then, a 10-footer, in the, and then the, the commentators were saying, like, they were, none of them had the putt going that much. Like, he, he they thought he started it out too far to the right. Yeah. And, like, Tommy puked all over himself on 18. All he had to do was birdie it. It seemed like a birdie birdieable hole. Well, it was a par five, right? Yeah. Like, on that tour, they you're disappointed with a par on any par five, I think. People, it was a weird hole, though. People, all the, all the pros were saying they hated the setup. Because you had yeah. to lay up, yeah, and then like you're hitting a you're hitting a, almost a longer shot on your second yeah. shot into the green, and then your first. Like the first playoff hole, Tommy went four iron mini driver to the yeah. green. Yeah, <laughs> it's I guess like I don't know from a fan perspective, you could argue like, well, like all we do is see you guys tear up fucking par fives all the time, smash so driver nice. wedge. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see something different. Although yeah. Taylor still eagled it at the end. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. 72. Unbelievable. Four. Yeah. What a pot. Yeah, dude. That was so sick. Like just I think I, I I've been seeing this on Twitter. Like it just it just solidifies how important national opens are. Yeah. And yeah. how like you know, this the Canadian Open is actually like a dope tournament with a really good fan base and like it's it's kind of gotten the short end of the stick the last like decade even when i, I think first started getting it's... into golf it, yeah, it was dude, it was hype it was hype the whole weekend the yeah where it is, is. yeah like, but where like, in the, the schedule whole... it is yeah it's horrible like, it used to be the... it's a little dude, better remember... now gents remember when we went like back when like jason day one and stuff like mid 2010s when it was the week after the british open yeah and it was like man like nobody's flying all the way yeah, back like to canada ernie ells and shit yeah yeah like it was just that has to be like the week after a major i feel like is already a shitty spot but that's got to be one of the worst after the only international major (laughs) when it's like jet lag and quite a longer distance to fly yeah and it's like in Um, Canada, it's still another international technically right all these americans can complain all they want that it's back to back it was back to back international events yeah yeah 
So uh, I, I think like my guess is when they redid the schedule a few years ago, when it got its new place, RBC was like, look, we sponsor two tournaments and both of them are the week after majors. Like you got to yeah. give us some other thing. Um, but like, I don't know, this, this should be, uh, I don't know if they're going to keep doing it, but this should be one of those elevated events, man. Like the, the crowd is unreal. It's got to be like one say, of the best ones. On I was on Instagram. Like I knew a lot of people that went, what was that area? What did they call that area? The, were they a party? Did they have a name for it? The rink. The rink. The rink. Yeah. They always that. take one that. par three and turn yeah. it into a rink. It's sort of like, it's sort of like a knockoff waste management in terms of yeah, trying to yeah. create like a big party atmosphere, but right. they make it like an ice rink. And then the, all the marshals wear ref jerseys and stuff. Like it's pretty really? sick. Damn. Yeah. That's and smart. like, I've like I've obviously been to the Canadian open a bunch of times and um, they, they lean into it pretty well. And like people get rowdy on there, man. Like I was reading some tweets that there were guys already posted up there drinking pints at like eight 30 in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. So people really lean into it. It's, it looked like that, a sick uh, atmosphire. They, they sang the dance. whole Canadian national yeah. anthem on yeah. Sunday. They were, they were cheering when Tommy Fleetwood was missing putts. Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, I was talking about how special but, it is too for like when Canadians win in sports yeah. where it's not hockey. Like the country yeah, gets for like, sure. Yeah. It's it's so much like the way the country comes together and like cheers. It's it's like I don't think anywhere else does that. No. Yeah, I found during the playoff too, people were like still clapping and stuff for Tommy, and it was like, man, this is the most Canadian event. Like, <laughs> like ca- Canadians just can't not like at least acknowledge a good shot and stuff. I saw like a that, tweet right? or something, like, and it's like, as as Canadian as Nick Taylor is, he apologized to Tommy Fleetwood for yeah. winning. <laughs> Yeah. No, didn't didn't uh, what's his name? No, no, the guy got tackled. Fucking, he he apologized. Oh, Hadwood, to the Hadwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he apologized to the security guard for about, about yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the, so funny. the Twitter aftermath of the Hadwin hit was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. His wife the, roasted um, him. Yeah, dude, that was so that was so good. Like. The security just on lock, right? Like, I love how I love how there was. It looked like there was a lot of people around the green, but but in terms of fans, like where remember they kept showing all the international support, like all the European Ryder Cup guys, like Rosie and Shane Lowry were there, and then you had all the Canadian guys watching. Like they were in an area that looked like it was private, like private, yeah. 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 So and that that seemed to be the only area where you could actually walk onto the green. So yeah. it just makes no sense why that security, like who's, who's storming the green? Yeah. Like where's that person coming from? They have to be coming <laughs> from like an area where they would have had to have specific access. Yeah. They didn't hop the barriers or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of apologizing, like uh, apparently Mike Weir lost the playoff. Remember in like the early 2010s, it was like 2004 yeah. or something. And VJ, VJ beat him in a playoff in the Canadian Open in, in his, like, acceptance speech. He apologized. Yeah. He, like, genuinely felt bad because yeah. the drought yeah. just continued for no Canadian winning the tournament. Yeah. Drought's over now. Yeah. Yeah, now dude. How sick, how sick would have been if we were there, though, man? Yeah, Remember? the first Canadian Open since 2015 that I haven't been able to go to, and that <laughs> happens. Yeah, yeah, but you never went on a Sunday, did you? Yeah, but not last year, but uh, I went for Rory's first win, 2019, Yeah, um, on Sunday, and every year previous, the double, the back-to-back Johnny Vegas, 
I was there, Jason Day. Our favorite thing to talk about on this podcast, the back-to-back Johnny Vegas Johnny ones. Vegas. Yeah, everybody have a drink. Yeah. The super fans. Every, every, every time, here. yeah. Every time they mention back-to-back Johnny Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the Canadian Open, like, outside of the schedule, has just gotten so fucked over the last couple of years, too. Or just the last, like, five years, right? Two cancellations because of COVID. And then there was, like, the first live event last year where they announced everything. And they had to go around and oh, pull I Dustin Johnson's face off, off of all of the I forgot off, about that all the like promotional material because he was like the core RBC guy at the time yeah yeah and then this year they get this like merger or whatever I don't even want to call it a merger because I don't even know what it is but this announcement of some this announcement it, it was such a weird announcement it was like hey we're announcing that we are going to negotiate it's like we've negotiated the fact that we're both interested in negotiating so we're going to negotiate like, yeah. there's no actual agreement in place yet. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they said was coming. It was this like, what, a week spent, ago, too. Yeah, they spent, they, apparently they spent seven weeks basically coming to the table and saying, okay, our, all three parties, the PIF, PGA Tour, DP World Tour, we all have decided we want to come to an agreement. But, and um, that's all they announced. You saw like Jay Monahan's in the hospital right now. I, I was about to say that. Yeah, like yeah, I saw that. I uh, I saw a meme and it's like, uh, Jay Monahan stabbed Rory in the back figuratively, so Rory actually stabbed him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> even even when uh, I don't know, obviously Jay was getting a ton of flack, and then Rory came in and did his press conference at the Canadian Open, and it's like, man, this guy is just like he's kind of had to be the face of it because yeah. uh, uh, he's, you know, one of the biggest players that was like against it. And then he comes out and like, he seemed to make more sense of the announcement than what the announcement actually said. Yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of, which was kind of nuts. I he seems like a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely he definitely is. He is. Yeah. Well, he's on the policy board and the player advisory committee and stuff too. Right. Yeah. So he's probably reasonably in tune with like how some of the business stuff works. Yeah, but he's just such like a good speaker, and um, I don't he's know. On, he seems to be too. really, he seems to be really good. Yeah, he's honest, and he seems to be really good at just sort of figuring out his position and his thoughts ahead of time. And so he just articulates it really well when he's with the media. But I, I noticed he's not doing a U.S. Open press conference this week. He he, uh, like told them he's not doing his conference press conference, which I found interesting. But it'll be weird to it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this announcement is going to change things for us, right? Like Jake and I were talking a couple of days ago about how if you look on the tournament websites, most of the 2024 dates are up there on their website and they're like selling tickets. So it doesn't seem like the schedule is going to change, and it would be like way too late for the schedule to change. Like, do they change um, formats? Maybe like you know how Liv has their their different shotgun start. Yeah. Listen that right yeah do they do that at some team events part, team parts shorts team parts all these rules whatever i don't know music in the background music in the background people peeing on the side of the tea box <laughs> just the wild west out there yeah. yeah yeah i have no idea how, how it's gonna work but they already announced the structure of these fall events for people to improve their status right so yeah. surely they're going ahead with that 
Yeah. So I, I, if I had to guess our schedule will just be the same. Like, I think the two entities it's, it's kind of been announced that the two entities aren't merging. It's just like the pith is coming in to, um, but like, I don't think the two leagues are going to merge. Well, dude, live was not going to last They They were losing money every day. They didn't have any TV revenue. People weren't watching. Yeah. Like they, they were they were losing money. Like it was this was gonna happen eventually. Well, it's I mean, not really like they, they probably gave away a billion dollars across like yeah, you know, less than ten players right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and they didn't really have any very you know, any commercial sponsorship. They weren't getting good T V ratings. They don't have a lot like, of events either. Yeah, one of my friends was asking me about this on the weekend about my thoughts on the merger and like I think or not the merger, whatever this agreement is going to be. And I think the um, I was saying like I, it seems like both parties had a reason to come to the table, and that like no one really has more leverage than the other. Is like the PIF is just even though they have what seems like an unlimited amount of money, they're not just going to like spend money for the sake of not getting some. Like they're they're still gonna want to like generate income and like make it a business, right? Yeah. Um, and then so they're like in the they're in, in, obviously interested in sort of figuring out how they can actually start turning a profit or something. And then with the PGA Tour, they had to go into their like reserve fund in order to increase the purses to try and keep up with them. So they were they were losing money. So you just have two organizations that are both losing money. Yeah, it's bad for the game. Yeah, and it's just like it's not going to last long term either of them. So it makes sense why they both kind of came to the table and said, "We got to figure something out here." Yeah, I agree. Anyways, dope Canadian Open. Yeah, like just so good for golf in terms of like Content. they needed that. They need well, they just needed that too, right? Like after yeah. having the shit end of the stick the last four years, let's say just to have like a dope finish. The TV ratings were unreal, a Canadian one. So people in Canada were absolutely hyped. Like that's a, that's definitely up there in terms of like historic Canadian moments in sports. Yeah. I was yeah. talking about that with my buddy too. I, there's a radio. I was listening to the radio and they were saying uh, like, where would that rank? And it's like golden goal, maybe Bianca no. winning the. Yeah. yeah. Not golden goal. You don't think Golden yeah, Goal is up there? Golden Golden Goal is like, number one. It's got to be one or two. And then Paul Henderson. No, I'm saying Paul like Henderson. this is all in the, like the top five, right? Yeah, yeah, I knew what you were saying. What about uh, like Joe where Carter? does it rank if you start with Golden Goal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Carter. There's Kawhi. Kawhi yeah. That Kawhi shot. See, like the Kawhi one is weird, just because it's like he's not know. Canadian. He's not like. It wasn't what about, really Canadian. What if, but what like if, and and it wasn't Canadian it wasn't team. to win the championship either. No, like it's an what, iconic moment like, it's like it was for them to advance out of the third round. Well it's like what if round. what if um what if Nick Taylor hit that putt at, at the Masters? That's one. Yeah. Like it's not no like to know, win the Masters? Yeah, to win the Masters. Or like I a still major. don't think it would I still don't think it would beat the gold. Maybe not one. No, I don't know either, but, but it would be higher I, than I think what a Canadian Open, wouldn't it? I yeah. don't think. Yeah. I don't That's think what, that was so just because it's a the Canadian Open. Yeah, it's but it's in like Canada, right? I know, but it's not like it's not the same. Oh, it's not a big event, but yeah, like he yeah, still beat a top be twenty player in the world. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how how it would be 
different if he if it was a major like if it was a major it would still be up there because yeah, because yeah. the, the what, do you think, what do you think tommy's saying right now like this guy's never won on the pga he just can't get it done yeah yeah i i, I don't know i think like it's it's so surprising because he he obviously has won a lot of tournaments but all in europe right yeah and like he has like six euro tour wins and some good ones too, like the French Open, which at the time when he played that, it was the year the Ryder Cup was going to be there. So there was a yeah. lot of players, including Americans there. So, like, um, yeah, he's definitely and a he's, good golfer. He just, he's just always yeah. in the mix and then doesn't. And play. he's been in the mix in majors too. Yeah. He kind of loves like, Augusta. Yeah. He's almost yeah, like Victor Hovland right like now. Yeah. The Hov. Just, the Hov, yeah, just the Hov. in the mix, but can't, can't play on Sunday. Speaking of the Hov, I said he was going to win the PGA Championship, and he was what? What did he finish second, or did he come close? Yeah, he was right? top and five, I think. Top five, and then he went and won Memorial. It's like, man, I picked the Hov to turn it on at the right time. Yeah, he did. We love we Hoff's... we love us we love us some Hov. Yeah, he's definitely in the mix for uh, Norwegian golfers. Let's get it. Guy wins. Guy wins like three and a half sheets, and then caddies for his buddy the next day. (laughs) Thirty-six holes. That's pretty legendary. I wonder if he was hungover. (laughs) Just hurting on the bag. Hurting. Probably in one. In one. All right, Jake. Do we have segments? Yeah. Yeah. Who should we? uh, This segment is brought to you by Odin Golf, official golf sponsor of Superfan Sprint. We're gonna do another net worth uh, segment here. So Jensen's gonna guess the net worth of five players, and we'll see how close he gets. Matt, where can you find Owen Golf? You can find them in the description of this video, and we have a link on our website under sponsors, and it'll take you right to uh, our custom Superfan Sprint Ball. Yeah. When you buy, it uh, directly donates to our trip. Yeah. Take a look, buy them. We'd really appreciate it. All right, gents. Guess their net worth. First one. Guess their net worth. Wow. Guess their net worth. Scotty Scheffler. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be lot. hard. I told you. What about yeah. fifty? Less. Way less. Way less than yeah, fifty. Yeah, he just he just turned it on the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. but like he, Nike. I don't know. Maybe twenty-five. Twelve million. Wow. Yeah. That's here's. It. Here's one that I like. This is gonna be a tough one, John Daly. Eighty-seven. No, go high. Lower? It's much. It's much. Think about that guy. Like what he spends and shit. Right. Like. Yeah. Much, yeah like much net lower. worth. Net worth considers like what you spend your money on too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's what not just how much money. Five you million. Eight million. No, it's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll count John, that as a check mark. That's a good one. Yeah, John Rom. This guy's got to be up like sixty-five. No, way less. I'm I'm way highballing these. <laughs> wow. Thirty? Twenty-five? Sixteen million. Sixteen million. Yeah, this I got a, a cl- tough one. I got a class. What did one we say? Rory's was a few pops like, ago. It was a hundred. I think it was a hundred. Right. So like Rory's been around. Yeah, for I guess fifteen years. He's and he's at a hundred. Yeah. So when I'm you're just looking thinking at like they're like... winning so much right now, and the money's bigger now, right? Yeah, no, I I agree. That's why John Daly's low too, right? Because when he won, sure, yeah. Um, Sam Snead. 
Sammy oh. Sneed. Two this is No, this is no, this is on the higher end. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, he's got eighty-two wins. I'll say eighty-two million. Sixty-three million. Man, where do these guys who won like nothing on the course get so much money from? Yeah, like That's cr- it's crazy. They're pro athletes, but some of them have literally never won. It's like, well, but he he's won eighty two times. I know, times, he's, but I know like, he, that's a bad example, but but yeah. he probably never won a million dollars for winning a tournament. No, no. Like I don't think they ever hit a million first place check until Tiger came around. No, so. But but you hear these stories about like Jack and Arnie making most of their money after golf, and it's like makes sense. But like, where are they getting it from? Yeah. And if they're get if they're getting good endorsement deals, like why aren't the active players also? It's, it's spending habits deals? too, like you said, right? Like I'm sure yeah. Sam Snead's not going, you know, down to Fort Lauderdale going to the strip clubs, you know. Yeah, going to Panthers games. Yeah. All right, last one, Mike Weir. Ten million. Twenty five million. Be my guess. Twenty five. Hmm. I was gonna it's say all the wine. as well. It's all the wine, man. Yeah, oh, the wine, yeah. And he's got a beer. Does he have a beer too? Weir beer. Oh, is it? It's actually pretty good. Is it I recommend? Like a, is it like a lager? Yeah. All right, no it's free right. ads. No free ads. But if no you're listening, ads. Mike. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll help you out. We're Canadian lefties. All right. That was Guess Your Net Worth presented by Own Golf. Thank you, Olden Golf. Sorry, I suck so bad. <laughs> Should we jump into the U.S. Open this week, boys? L.A. Yep. Country yeah. Club? Ray Ray Jake, what's the vibe? Jake, what's the vibe in L.A.? I'm looking like, up right it... now. I'm going to show you guys right now. There's uh, Like, are there got... a lot, obviously lots of people around? Or... I got to show you. It's not great, right? You see the crepuscular rays? The sun's not out yeah. it's We not don't too... have any of those here. It's not super hot right now. I'm wearing... No. The vibe's have good, you been though. around town and stuff this week so far? Like, are they, no, because I've been is sick. Is there a bit of a buzz? No, I don't, think anyone, I don't think anyone gives a shit, actually. LA doesn't care yeah, about Yeah, it's kind of like the Super Bowl, man. They don't care. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, what did you like, say the entry fee for this golf course is? Oh, I don't know. I was fucked. I can't remember. Wasn't it some crazy amount? That was on our, that was one of our segments. Yeah, I forgot. It's, it's probably, yeah. Isn't it like 150K? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They, are, um, they already announced that it's hosting again. Like, don't they have all the U.S. Open venues to like 2032 or something? Yeah, yeah they're world? hosting again. Baltimore Thrall or whatever is hosting again. Baltimore Briscoe, Texas is getting one. Um, mm. How do you guys feel about like the second it hits U.S. Open week, you, all you see is videos. It's like, here we are at L.A. Country Club and he drops the ball into the rough. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> I've seen this video yeah, yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every U.S. Open, it's yeah. like they they come out and they go, man, this course is going to be impossible. You won't find your ball in the rough, and there's so many slopes all over the place. Yeah. And then, like, we still end up with, like, a 10-under winning Winning score, 11-under. <laughs> yeah. For the pool this week, I put 5-under for my winning score. Oh, I, put I put 11. I put I think I put 12 or 10. I, like, I didn't yeah. know what to put because, like, they never I done still, I still have some hope. That we're gonna see a really hard golf. Did you see? There's a par three that's almost 300 yards, and then there's a par yeah. three that's 80 yards. <laughs> yeah, it can play as short as 80. I yeah. saw on one of the one of the golf meme accounts, like tag one of your buddies that would never make the green, and Minwoo Lee just goes, "Good luck, 
that guy is a great social media follow actually he's good on oh, tiktok yeah. he's hilarious um uh, yeah so it looks like it'll be uh it looks like it'll be a good week though yeah do you, did you see okay, uh, Jens, do you uh, like Rick or do said you he's gonna like? up. is he on the par three on the on the the short part three, he's like, 80? yeah, if it's a front pin, I might lay up. No, from eighty. Oh, eighty. <laughs> um, do you like when the? Okay, let's talk about timing, right? Like, so it's three hours behind us. Is that good or bad for us? I feel like it's good because you can kind of wake up at a normal time and not miss anything. Well, it's better. Than, yeah, because it's than the later here. Way. It's better than yeah. the opposite way, right? Yeah. Yeah, like the open, it's like, oh, you want to see the opening tee shot of the open? Like see you at two AM, three AM. Yeah. yeah. Well the like worst our for... opening tee shot is gonna be like ten o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, like the worst for me was when you know how the NFL goes to London? Yeah. I think yeah. I had Kamara and the it the game started at four AM here and he was like a game time decision, did not play, and I started him. Yeah, I remember that actually. A lot of people were pissed. Yeah. And, and there was like I remember uh my my Twitter like heavily switches to fantasy football during football season, and I remember there being a bunch of polls about like should people get a free pass because they weren't awake to make the decision when Camaro was uh, a game time decision, and like a lot of people were like, "Nah, fuck that!" Like, sorry, yeah. man, yeah. sorry, you gotta be a love. diehard. Yeah, yeah. Either get up early or like you knew he was a game time decision, so like don't take the risk and put him on the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would have done the same thing as you, Jake. Like, I would have been pissed. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm a fan. And then, like, it ends around what? It goes, like, ends earlier, 10 yeah. p.m. Or, or 10 no, a.m. Later. to 10 p.m. Right? Yeah, it ends so later. It's, like, perfect just in time for bedtime. I, I like the West Coast stuff because, like, like, I guess there's no – you don't have to watch a game at 10 p.m. Like, Vegas won the cup last night. The game ended at 8.30. And they're in no Vegas one went, partying. Went in, yeah. night. Dude, imagine if they won at, like, 1 a.m. No one in Canada even knew that game was on, I think. <laughs> I think, like, I, I will say from spending time on the West Coast, like, with Jake and, and other visits, like, I don't think I would like it. I, I understand the appeal of the late game being over at a reasonable time, but, like, you're sitting at work at 4 p.m. and the Leafs are starting. It's like, no, man, like, I want to go home. I want to make some dinner. Like, I like yeah. having that little grace period before a Leaf game. And then, like, your first um, – NFL game starts at 10 a.m. It's like, I'm not up at 10 a.m. Oh, uh, yeah. And you sleep you... in, though. I like that for football all day. And if you want to, uh, if you want, you know, if you, uh, like, I watch a lot of soccer, too. So it's like, I'd be getting up, yeah. like, at that all hours to watch soccer. Yeah. Or Formula One. So. Yeah, what's up is F1 starts. Starts at, like, 7 a.m. here, right? So it's like. Yeah. Well, like, the point, of, for... the point of being on the West Coast is that if you're from here, right, your team is playing on this time zone so if you're a king's fan yeah. it's at seven it's like who gives a fuck if this game's at four and for us it's yeah. the opposite right are you gonna are you guys gonna buy uh speaking of uh cheering for your team are you guys gonna buy messy miami jerseys no <laughs> did you see that reddit post where it was like new fan here and it was asking all these questions about like what's our history why are we so bad like <laughs> Clearly, somebody that just, just loves Messi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why are we in hilarious. last place in the league? Like, why <laughs> pink and black? Is there an AC Miami? Because there's an Inter Milan and AC Milan. Is there yeah. an AC Miami? It's like, oh my god, man. 
There's he a lot of soccer lot of coming. Stuff. There's a lot of soccer coming here in the summer. And to Southern yeah. California. Yeah, they love their American tours and stuff. Yeah. Well, San Diego just got a brand new stadium. It's yeah. built, built over the charge. Remember the when we were talking about Nuggets has so won like four championships in the last year or two? Yeah. Really? Because he, well, he, he owns a bunch own? of things. Is he, so he so- owns he, the he soccer owns, team? No, he owns Arsenal, and they were, they should have won this year, but they kind of botched it at the end. They were in first for most of the season. But he owns – so he owns the Nuggets. He owns the Avalanche, I think. He owns uh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams I knew. Um, he owns the Rams? And then – and then some lacrosse team as well. I, I was going to say that, MLS or something, maybe. Uh, he probably owns an MLS team, but that Couldn't wasn't one of the ones that won. Last year. Yeah. Couldn't tell you um, who last year. Yeah, no idea. All right, let's I probably couldn't even name every team in the league. Let's do another segment here. It's not, uh, not MLS. He's a two-time, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Stanley Cup champion, NBA champion. He's a 2010 MLS champion and a two-time NLL champion. What's this guy's name? Uh, Stan Kroenke. Kroenke, yeah. All right, let's yeah, do. And he should have won the Premier League this year, but all right. What's the segment? All right, let's. It's Kroenke's not MLS. Net worth. What's his net worth? <laughs> one point uh, two billion. A little bit higher than John Daly, I think. One point one point two billion. I'll say right. eight hundred million. Twelve point nine. Billion. Yeah, I knew it was a. I knew he was a Billy Goat. He had to be a Billy with goat. a B. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, I this... guess fair enough. You got to be a Billy Goat if you're going to have all those teams. Yeah. All right, Especially this... in an NFL franchise. Yeah, so NFL. Yeah. No, sorry, and Arsenal too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Segment brought to you by Can I Wellness Oral Sprays, gents. Let's see them. There it is. Where can Always you find handy. Them? Where can you find? What them? do you got there? Same place as Odin Golf Balls. I got the Can I Sleep, though. Or this is the Can I Fresh, sorry. Can I Fresh. That's Dude, I can use the Can I Sleep while traveling, man. The jet lag is just brutal. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Link in bio. Link on Instagram. Look on yep. website. Yep. Link tattooed on Jake's ass. Yep. Both cheeks. Just click click one, scan one, whatever yep. you want. Yep. What's the promo code? Promo code is super Superfan20. 20. 25. 25. Yeah. We give them even more. That's gonna be tattooed on Jake's wiener soon. All right, Matt's. <laughs> Matt's. Thank God this isn't a radio show. <laughs> All right, Matt's gonna guess the top five courses that have been used the most for the Open Championship, which was commonly known as the British Open. All right, Matt. Oh, okay. you might rattle this off five for five. He's not getting one of them. No, sure? I don't think I'll go five for five. Okay, go ahead. So the first open, just just to try and guess the hardest one off the top, the yeah. first open I believe was hosted at this place called Prestwick. I can't believe you got that one. Yeah, that's number, <laughs> is that right. That's that's number two at twenty four. They've hosted it twenty four times, and they haven't hosted it. But they haven't 19- hosted in like a hundred years. Nineteen twenty five. You yeah. fucking nerd. Ninety eight years, not a hundred. I thought, I thought no I way this guy would get this one. Okay, number oh, one's got to be St. Andrews. Yeah, St. Andrews 30 times, and they hosted it last in 2022. Yeah. Um, now I just kind of can rattle off the, the rotation, right, because they yeah. have a rotation. Yeah. 
So I'll go for Royal Birkdale. Nope. Turnberry. No. Muirfield. Yeah, Muirfield's three, 16 That's times. That's a sick track. And they haven't hosted yeah. since 2013. I think they're hosting what again about, in the future, though. What about next year's Royal Troon? Nope. Okay. This year, uh, is that Royal Liverpool? Yep. That's five at tw- 12 times. Number four hosted Saint, in 2021. St. George's? 20, yep. St. George's. 15 times, 2021. I could probably go through the whole road, man. There's Lytham and St. Anne's in there. <laughs> That's the best segment um, we've had since you rattled off. What about Carnoustie? How many times yeah. have you been there? Yeah, Jake probably only has the uh, top five. Eight, eight times, 2018, the last time, gents. Uh, yeah. Who that won would have been my, the one of my guesses. At Carnoustie? Do you know or are you asking us? I know oh. who came second. Molinari. Yeah. Eldritch yeah. Taunt came second. I, I knew who came that was second. Our, that was the first, that was kind of the first major back for Tiger because he ended up winning the Tour Championship that year. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I remember being like, fuck Francesco, that dick. Yeah. He went, he went bogey free on Sunday to win. Yeah. And then Tiger ended up competing. That was, that was back when the PGA was after the, the Open. And then Tiger ended up, I think, coming second to Brooks at Bell Reeve and then won the Masters. Like, he yeah. could have won three in a row. Imagine. That would have been sick. All right, boys. Sick. One minute left. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Who's your pick this week? U.S. Open. Jake's boy, Max Homa. Oh, wow. he's one of mine now? Boy. Holds the course record. Hometown boy. Jake, you got a uh, pick this week? Xander Shoffley. Braden's boy, yeah, first time winner. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna stick with my boy, Mr. Hovland. All right, there it is. He wins. There it is. One of those three guys is gonna win the U.S. Open. All right, boys, thanks. Here to hear first. Thanks for listening. 33 33 in the books. Let's go. Go, Habs. Mm